0: It's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys, Dan and Cass. Go Bucks!
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Big Cass, Ohio State has their quarterback, man. Number 18, Will Howard. Number
0: 18, Will Howard, come to Ohio State, and he's already saying the right things. I mean, number one priority is to beat that team up north. I was watching his highlights, and I know a lot of people are, oh, Kyle McCord's better, blah, blah, blah. It's like, watch his highlights again and tell me what he can do with Ohio State's skilled players. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, he's more he's absolutely more mobile. I mean on his career cast, uh he almost has almost has over a thousand yards on the ground rushing. Um also you need to factor in, in college sacks count for minus yards. He has 921 yards career rushing, 19 rushing touchdowns. He actually has a long he had a 70 yarder, he had a 70 yard rush this season. Um, but I mean, that's not even his longest, um, his sophomore year, he had a 71 yard rush and his, his freshman year in 2020, he had an 80 yard rush. So he is liable to take it like far. Um, I do look was will, I'm going to like be completely transparent. Will Howard was not my number one guy I wanted. I wanted like, I wanted Daquan Finn. I think you wanted Cam Ward, but I'll gladly take him. You know, he and the more the more I've kind of read about him and like watched the film, I'm definitely talking myself into some Will Howard.
0: Yeah, I, I like Will Howard. I mean, I I, th- I was a Cam Ward guy. Um, I mean, until he started asking for boatloads of money, and I'm like, oh, then I when I really got turned off about him, and then you know, then the hype about Devin Brown, and then. Um, and then the hype about Will Howard right before the shirt, the Cotton Bowl, and then watching the Cotton Bowl, it's like okay, we need this vet, we need a veteran quarterback that's been there, because I th- I still think Aaron Nolan's or Aaron Nolan's gonna be the guy. I really do. I want it's gonna be it's gonna be so f- weird. I'm not saying he's J- he's Justin Fields, but it just kind of reminds you of what of what could be. Like you could get we're gonna get, Will Howard, for one year, and then, um, and then we're gonna get, we're gonna have Will Howard for one year, and then we're gonna get probably Aaron Nolan for two. That's where great. I'm at with it.
1: You, you, you know, who will Will Howard kind of reminds me of the sa- same situation, not same player. But he kind of reminds me of a Dwayne Haskins type of situation. Like that Dwayne, because Dwayne was that bridge quarterback between till we got Fields and then and then Stroud. Um uh, he like Dwayne came in and just did an incredible job. I, I, I am really excited what he can do in this offense. Um, and then there's also obviously rumors we don't know how valid they are, but Dan Mullen. Might be coming to this, which if we get Dan Mullen and you know we he you know we bring his offense because uh I, like I I he might not be a great offense like great he might not be a great head coach, but Dan Mullen's one of the best offensive coordinators in cool. the of
0: football. Think about this, Dan. Dan Mullen coached Tim Tebow to a national championship. Who does will Who does Will Howard kind of remind you of? I'm not saying he is Tebow. But his play style, Tim Tebow,
1: a little bit, yeah, a little I little bit. See that,
0: um, and then, and then you bring in. I mean, you bring in Dan Mullen to help Brian Hartline out. Um, that means Corey Dennis is probably most likely gone. Um, and then Keenan Bailey is probably going to be right there in the mix. I mean, we've already seen this overload on one side of the ball. We saw it with. Ryan Day is not afraid to make the tough decisions. We saw it with Kerry Combs in 2020. Brought in – I mean, 2021, we brought in Jim Knowles. Jim Knowles, you know, last two years. It's pretty weird that we're in a Ryan Day system, that we're completely talking about an offensive overhaul. But bringing Dan Mullen would be huge. One, it would help him get back into coaching, get his feet back wet, to eventually become a head coach again.
1: The only thing, the only thing about the Dan Mullen, and I'm just pl- playing De- De- devil's advocate because I think it would be a home run higher. It's just, are we relying too much on the Urban Meyer coaching tree? Because I mean, it, we're we're getting we'd be getting rid of Corey Dennis, who obviously that's like family for Urban. Um, but Dan Mullen is like football family for Urban. So it's like, are we? Are, My concern is just is Ryan Day too reliant on Urban Meyer's coaching tree? Because it like, well, let's just let's just get Urban Meyer. Then you know if we're just going to use all of Urban's guys, give me give me give me the the head ball coach. You know,
0: well, it's not. I mean, it is, but Urban. But guess who? Guess who was one of Dan Mullins' grad assistants at Florida in two thousand five.
1: Uh, Zach Smith. <laughs> I think a I... Ryan Day. Was he really?
0: Yeah, I'm Never... looking at right here. I googled it. I said Ryan Day and Dan Mullen relationship. Then when Dan went, they went to the same high school as UCLA coach Chip Kelly and Florida coach Dan Mullen. That connection opened the doors for Day and coaching in his co- coaching career as he served as a graduate assistant for Florida in 2005 when Dan Mullen was the offensive coordinator under Urban Meyer.
1: Interesting. And, and it's funny because I was literally probably, you know, 20 minutes before this episode recorded, I started Swap Kings and – uh. Yeah. You know, like Dan, they had Dan Mullen just talking about how urban and just a spread offense and how, you know, the offense they use to attack basically the entire football field. They have, you know, receivers going in motion, taking handoffs, quarterbacks, being able to run, running backs, being able to catch just stuff like that. And I thought it was a really cool dynamic. Um, obviously, everyone knows about the spread these days, but uh just that that creativity um, was really exciting to watch. Um what was not exciting to watch, though, we're only going to talk about this for a couple minutes, not going to dwell on it, um, but we do have to address the Cotton Bowl cast, um, a real snoozer of a game, um, just to say the least. It, it's not that was not on the defense. I don't care what anyone says. Like we, you can't, you can't score three points and expect to win a game. <laughs>
0: I mean, no. Um, the offense wasn't prepared, but th- keep in mind, keep in mind this, and this is what I've been telling everybody, and it's made a lot of people feel better too. We we're down initially six starters on offense.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We we're
0: down Marvin Harrison Jr., Julian Fleming, Kyle McCord, Chip Trainum, um, Carson Hensman, and I don't care what people say, he barely played. Over.
1: Yeah, Cade Stover. Yeah, Cade was not really much. They just he, – he was in a couple plays to block, but, he, yeah, he wasn't – they were not – they were definitely not using him like they should have. It was more G. Scott Jr., for sure. Um, it's – Which it, looked awful. It, like, there's no doubt. Missouri Missouri wanted it more. That was – I mean, to them winning the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, That that's a big deal to them. It absolutely is. Like, we didn't have to – even Tommy – like we didn't even have Tommy on defense. Um, not, not, I don't think that would have really mattered because I thought Cody Simon actually played on a, a great game. He actually made a couple great plays. Defense um, was awesome. No defense. No, no, really, no complaints. No think. Go ahead. I was gonna say the only thing that annoyed me was when I knew we pinned them like inside their ten in the early fourth quarter. I literally looked to my wife and I went watch this be the drive that they're going to score the touchdown. Just 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 it wasn't it had nothing to do with the defense really. It was just how the game was going. I could just tell they're going to drive 90 yards and break our her back here just because the defense looked gassed and our offense was just we couldn't do anything.
0: Yeah, I mean it's so it, it's definitely The defense, what we saw, I tell you what though, CJ Hicks has to get better. There was a scramble couple scramble runs where he looked lost.
1: He did. No, he got like the feet his feet were stuck in the mud, as people would say.
0: Just like Devin Brown's foot was stuck in the turf.
1: Yeah, it might have been the turf, honestly, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, but look at it this way Missouri was not down anybody but two starters on defense. And they knew new quarterback. They knew we we're going to have to run the ball. Devin Brown goes out. Did not know what Lincoln Kindhorns was going to do. So they loaded the box, sent the house.
1: Not bad, honestly. I I I thought Lincoln was not bad at all, considering the, the the position he was in. No, he wasn't. He 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 made some good throws. Um, he had no time. Uh, the one the I will say though. People on Twitter are like how is a quarterback supposed to operate in this offense or whatever? When like the offensive line was just like, we all saw the clip where the offensive line, they got, they got right to him right away, but he could have hit the throw to the, I think it was Travion right out of the backfield wide open. Just a nice, easy four or five yard throw. Um, Like you don't even have to set your feet to make that throw. So like he he can improve and he was not perfect, but he didn't throw a pick. The only, the only, his only real mistake was just that they, they didn't, the offensive line couldn't, they just refused to protect that one guy off the edge every time. I could, I count at least 10 times where that one guy just came, I just flying off the edge. No one even tried to touch him and was just laying into our quarterback. So, um, not bad. I, I would honestly give him a B minus given the situation. It's, yeah, to get a good evaluation, but, uh, I, there's, I think, I think honestly, he flashed a little more than Devin Brown. That, yeah, that I think so
0: too. Away. I was, I think so too, and um, it, it's just really interesting too. What I didn't like is the wide receiver. Obviously, great wide receiver. We know he's a great wide receiver. Had two good plays, and then he's flexing, flexing over like he dominated the game.
1: Yeah, like, that was frustrating. Like, was what are also, you doing, guy? What was also frustrating was just another. I don't know what Ohio State's pro, like weakness is with these short little running backs, but I feel like anytime there's a running back that's under like five nine and just not well, talented, the thing, the thing is Achilles heel.
0: The thing is, is we stuffed them until five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Like your defense can't be on the field that long.
1: No, you can't
0: go through so many three and outs and expect the defense to to continue to play great like that.
1: It's and it's demoralizing. It's absolutely demoralizing. It's like I compared it to this to some people. I'm like, if you ever watch like a New York Jets game, that's what I compared it to, because it's the the defense for the Jets. Like they usually play pretty dang good. It's usually, you know pretty mm-hmm. good until they just realize that the offense is not scoring, going to score any points that day. And then it's a the second that they score the offense score, the opposing offense scores like a touchdown, the game's over and they know that. And they're just like the, all, all motivation efforts.
0: But that being said, Tylee Williams come back. Huge. Jesse Mirko committed to Vanderbilt. Noah Rogers committed to NC State and it sounds like the other Rodgers guy is going to go to UCF um, or he just visited UCF mm-hmm. um, those two are a little bit shocking that they left but I I get it I get it with Jeremiah Smith coming in and this is going to play a lot um, Mylon Graham um, but that tells you that Kojo is going to stay
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I thought he was a sure thing gone. Um defensively I mean, Michael Hall Jr. He went pro, which was a little shocking, but I get it. I mean, oh, I like yeah. to just... that.
1: That makes sense to me because it's. Yeah, I think he I, like it, it, he's very talented, but he also had some injuries this year. Um, and also, he's he. I believe he's from like the Cleveland, like I, like I think he's like inner city Cleveland. I want to say so. Yeah, he has a chance to go make some money. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think he was, you know, and then the, and I like Ty, but with individual growing up, so like I get that decision. Like, go get your forget, we,
0: we forget we got Tyrone Malone, we got Hero Canoe. You know, some guys are going to fill in. I'd honestly like to see Tyrone Malone and Tyleek Williams take over because those dudes are big, those dudes are big, and um, it, it's going to be interesting spring when it comes down to it. Uh why uh, so, Hamilton's
1: a baller though? Like yeah. he played a great game in the in the Cotton Bowl. Jack Sawyer too. Dom Oh yeah. Dumb.
0: I I I
1: think though we're gonna we're
0: gonna be losing Tom and Steele, but Cody coming back, that means we get to unleash Gabe Powers and C.J. Hicks. So and in the sound the way it sounds like everybody in the defensive backfield is gonna be back. I think Sonny's gonna play a lot better than. Um, I think once lathan comes back because that's that's been hearing lathan's coming back sonny's gonna go back down to his normal rule of safety and he's gonna look a lot better than he did
1: yeah no sonny I, sonny kind of fell off i think near the I, end of the season i think he just he just they didn't have him in the right spots if that makes sense to succeed it makes sense it's they they weren't playing him to his strengths um it, it felt because he went Early on in the season, he was one of our best defenders, and then it, 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 he he was out of position. Yeah, he just didn't look com- like he just didn't look like he was as confident as he was other times. He wasn't playing as fast.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was just out of position, in my opinion. So, yeah,
1: but I mean, it is what it is. I'm I'm not upset that we lost the cotton Bowl. I'm just more just, just it, more it, I'm more annoyed with just the effort annoyed it was I mean, annoyed it was annoying it was terrible it was just yeah I, I I've never seen an effort that poor from an Ohio State team in recent I really don't like, yeah. it, it, like if I knew like we just weren't gonna try and like they did not even make all our bowl practices they they we left like four or five on the table like I just wouldn't even wasted my time and day like just getting excited for this game. I just would have had it on in the back. Yeah. But I don't know. It is what it is.
0: I, yeah, it is what it is. I'm more I'm also annoyed that Michigan beat Alabama in the Rose Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I can go Washington Huskies. Yeah, oh yeah. That both games were great. Both playoff awesome. games were great. Um unfortunately I was angry. <laughs> I put the a million angry emojis on Facebook, um, but like, because you know we we don't root for that team, we don't. And, but I tell you what, they don't want to get in a shootout with Washington or Penix going to cook. Um, Penix was making so many throws that were like, wow, and so, it, I think it, and I also was. No, I was loving Ryan Watts was getting burnt. <laughs>
1: dude, like,
0: good. Oh, my God. Uh, but, like, I, as much as I like Roma Duzier, when are these announcers going to shut up and say, oh, he's the reason why I voted him to win the Blitz Cup? Bro, switch roles. Imagine Marvin Harris with Michael Penix Jr.
1: Marv would have 2,000 yards. Like, right. It, Take Marvin
0: off Ohio State we lose four games easy.
1: No, I mean, like, and we saw, I think the cotton ball kind of showed like, Hey, when you don't have a guy like Marv out there who you can literally just throw it up or like, just get it, get the ball in the vicinity and be like, Marv's out there. He's going to get it. And like, he will make a play. It's like our offense was flawed. Our, our team and roster was not as good as we thought. Like Marv really kind of held it down. I think this year, um I mean, and don't get me wrong, Odunze is a very good player. I, I, I honestly, he's, I think he's definitely the second, second best player, second best receiver in the draft, no doubt. Um, But Michael Penix is a freaking, just watch, like I beg you, go back and watch those highlights, man. It was like quarterback porn. Like yep. this guy, uh, um, it, he gets the, like I was telling, gets the ball out. No more like he doesn't hold it. It's it's one Mississippi, two Mississippi. That ball is gone. Dot mm-hmm. every time. Um, and the one thing I think that will help him, um, and and will play to advantage of the, um the Huskies team is that he's a lefty. Um, and mm-hmm. you realize how how much that can be really a factor. Because think about it. Michigan, like you're preparing for quarterbacks who are righties all year. So you like, you know, your 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 defensive ends are gonna, you know, force them this way and stuff. You gotta you gotta flip everything. Um, yep. you gotta flip everything and kind of attack it a completely different way. And this Washington team has you know, they've won thirteen straight games with a quarterback who throws from his left. Um right. it, 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 it's gonna be I I I do, I think it's going to be a really good national championship. I, I I mean I do think Michigan's going to win. Unfortunately, yeah, I do. Too. Because they're going to do that stupid the stupid. I I just don't know if anyone can stop the run with them. I really don't. Um, but Penix can keep him in it. Like if Penix is going to get his. He he's great. He's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I I think I think Michigan wins. Um, but it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring. Like a 28-23 game. Um, But if it gets anything above 30, Washington wins. I just don't think Michigan has the firepower to compete in a shootout with Washington. But I don't think Washington has the defense to beat Michigan. And I don't... And I I think Michigan... I think Michigan's defense has enough to slow down Washington a little bit.
1: It's funny that you mentioned this, Cass, because the over under is 56 and a half, and Michigan is a four and a half point favorite. So that's kind of telling me that it might, it's going to probably be in the high 20s, low 30s, each team. Um, Washington has a chance kind of – I mean, if that's what you're if, – if you're saying if Washington gets to 30, they're going to win, based on what I'm looking at, they could easily do that.
0: Right, right.
1: I just – it's really going to be – I mean, whoever imposes their will is going to win this game, if that makes sense. it's If Washington can literally – air it out go down the field and like score score at will almost like they've been doing michigan's not going to have a shot it, it it doesn't matter if they run the ball run the ball kill the clock and stuff <laughs> Washington's just going to go out there 50 yard pass 30 yard pass touchdown all right mm-hmm. go play offense again michigan and eventually they're just like eventually Michigan's offense will gas out. If they're on the field that long, they will make a mistake, I think. JJ McCarthy will make a dumb play.
0: Yeah. He's due.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: You, know, you know what else is annoying? Michigan State stomping the mud hole in Penn State in basketball. Just now.
1: Why is that annoying?
0: Because of, Chris Holtman can't beat Penn State.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well you know what, twelve and two man, they're twelve and two. Yeah, um, I'm sho- I'm shocked they bo- beat West Virginia, and then they turn around and then they beat um, Rutgers. I thought they were gonna choke against Rutgers. So the fact that we're twelve and two, and yep. Roddy Gale and Bruce Thornton are like two reliable closers, and we have some big men on this team, and like Battle is a good vet. I, I'm beginning to believe, so <laughs> I'm ready to let, get. Her. Let,
0: let's let's get through. Let's get through midway through this month first. It's, I got some tough ones.
1: The Big Ten is weird right now because, like, Nebraska is pretty good too. So Illinois it, is good. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'm pulling it up.
0: Illinois and Purdue Friday night. That's gonna be dope.
1: Currently, I'm not allowed to. Yeah, see Ohio. Purdue. We have. We play Indiana on Saturday, 8 o'clock. That'll be a tough one.
0: Let me tell you, the game is on Fox. That game screams Holtman special. Screams Holtman special.
1: It it it, it does, but you never know. If this team goes... You never, in,
0: yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: We're averaging more points a game, but more points, more rebounds, more Pythagorean wins. Uh, higher three point percentage, higher free throw percentage. On paper we're, we should be good. I I think I think we can do it.
0: If we can get through this one and the next couple, I I'll start to believe. But I mean yeah. So apparently, going back to football, I know I'm bouncing all over the place here. Apparently, Ryan Day is having dinner right now, according to the TORG, with McLaughlin and Will Howard.
1: And it's Hyde Park. Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know if I can confirm if it's Hyde Park, but I've been hearing rumors of Hyde Park. Yeah, so we did have good sources. They did, we did, we did report, um, like two hours before he committed that Will Will Howard's family went to a hot college traditions and they they bought a ton of gear, and our report was absolutely correct. Uh, we yeah. know it was correct, and you know he's a Buckeye, but I like the McLaughlin kid. I really do. It's just don't play center, like you. I mean. You're, but
0: Justin Fry could probably I mean, say what you want about Justin Fry. I think he did a good job with this offensive line this year. They got better throughout the year. Obviously, we just didn't prepare our guys enough this year in a, for the Cotton Bowl. But Josh Simmons turned out to be pretty good this year. Um, with Donovan Jackson coming back, it sounds like I I I think I like the Montgomery kid. I love the I love the recruiting class. So no. Bring I, yeah.
1: I I think the line was not the line was pretty solid. Even in the Michigan game it was solid, I thought. It was just the the Cotton Bowl I we, I can't read. I people are like fire Justin Fry after this performance. I'm like, "All right, r- relax. The the line has been pretty good and this was kind of like a meaningless bowl game. It, it really was." Um and it like we had Matt, like Matthew Jones was playing center. That's not his natural position. He's a guard. We didn't have Hinsman. We were starting Enoch at guard, who just—I mean, you saw you saw the film. That's yep. that's all I can say about it. Unfortunately, um, I like I I Justin Justin Fry worked with what he had. It was it was not good yep. by any means, but also. It's an SEC team. You're you're putting out you're putting out like your C unit against an SEC team.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I it's gonna be interesting to see how this keeps rolling and you know, see the more news. I'm sure there's tomorrow's Friday, obviously, or today when you're listening to this. I'm sure there's gonna be more news coming out today. Or tomorrow. However, you want to look at this.
1: Probably some coaching staff changes.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. It's so. I mean, I it, the rumors are obviously Corey Dennis is out. Uh I'm sure Parker Fleming might be out. Oh.
0: And I I I feel like with Parker Fleming could be out that you see James Lornein is getting elevated.
1: I don't understand the Corey Dennis the Corey Dennis uh the desire to move on from him cuz like he, he's coached a lot of good quarterbacks.
0: I uh, I I, just I mean, I see it, but I don't see it. But I, it's probably, it's got to make room, though. You got to make room to bring in a guy to help Ryan Hartline.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like, is are, are they at a crossroads with Corey? Probably. Because it also feels like with him, he might want to go seek an opportunity somewhere else where he kind of has like an expanded role, I would assume. Because right. he's a coach. It's, I don't think. It's like if we got getting getting rid of him is like a is a slap in the face to him. I think it's more of a hey, you know, you've been here for almost I think like ten years. You, you you've been the quarterback's coach for like probably what, like seven, eight of them, it feels like. Thank you for your service. But you know, you obviously have I mean he he you have higher aspirations than just being the Ohio State quarterback's coach. And it, right. it seems like it would seem like almost like a mutual parting of ways. But it's it's tough because it's like he is Urban's family and like it, it is kind of like one of the last ties to Urban. So that's kind of a, a weird dynamic we kind of also got to deal with. I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it.
0: I feel weird about it too, so.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean. What, but Dan Mullen, JT Barrett? <laughs> If, I
0: mean, somebody's got coach special teams.
1: Dude, I I don't even know what we're going to do about special teams, bro. Uh,
0: Parker Fleming has to go. You can't have your punt returner call him fair catch on the four-yard line.
1: Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying save his job. I'm just saying who are we going to get to replace him?
0: Keenan Bailey can coach special teams.
1: Honestly, I bet you he would do a phenomenal job. Oh, I bet he would too. Elevate Keenan. That would make sense. I actually really like that idea. Elevate Keenan to special teams coordinator and then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe bring in JT for quarterbacks, Dan Mullen for like offensive assistant, and then tight ends. Something like you that. Don't
0: forget we still have Joe Philbin on the staff.
1: Yeah. This is all Joe Philbin's fault, by the way. <laughs> the con hey, honestly, I'm gonna say it. The Cotton ball was Joe Philbin's fault. No one has the balls well, to say it. I'll blame him.
0: Well, I forgot he was on the staff. I mean, I forgot he was an analyst till somebody I was listening to a podcast somewhere and somebody mentioned his name, and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> what has he done? Yeah, so I don't know. But good things are trending. I think for the Buckeyes, I really do believe it.
1: There's gonna be a lot of change, but it's going to be good change. I think. Um, yeah, I think absolutely. I think it's some necessary moves. Um, they're only going to make us better. And I will say this too. I, I want. We only have about four minutes left. There's some change happening. It might seem bad right now, but. Monday might be the worst day of them all. I'm not going to lie. If Michigan wa- raises the trophy it might be the worst day, but after Monday, it will get better. I guarantee you that Buckeye nation, like it will get better. We all know what's going to come down with Michigan soon. We all know Harbaugh's probably gone. Yep. Uh, they're losing a ton of talent. Their NCA is going to be coming down on them. It's, let them enjoy, the, you know, they won the battle. It's they're not winning the war. Um, it's gonna get better. We're making yep. changes, we're getting guys in. They understand the mission, I think. Um, and it's you know, Monday might be painful, um, unless Michael Pennock saves us, but it's gonna get better. I promise you,
0: it will get better. You know how I know that the Blue Jackets won three to two at a shootout
1: tonight. Which I, you know, I went, I went on Tuesday and they lost f- like five to one to the Bruins. And it was just, uh, it could always be worse. You could be, you could be the Columbus Blue Jackets guys.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but I just hope my worst nightmare doesn't happen. I mean, half of it's going to happen Monday probably. But my other half is, is somehow, some way the Browns make it to the Super Bowl. Then I'm cooked. <laughs>
1: Michigan wins the Natty, and then uh, Browns win the Super Bowl. Cast.
0: Oh, if the Browns win the Super Bowl, I'm (laughs) going to end up – I'm going to shut down social media. I'm shutting down everything for a long time.
1: I still can't believe a couple years ago the Bengals got screwed with that holding call.
0: Yep. And last year where – Joseph Asai was trying to slow down. He stuck his hands out and barely pushed Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. But Patrick Mahomes had and had a lot of nerve this year during a offsides that how do you make that call in that moment?
1: Also, all right, because right, we, no, we no longer talk about what Tennessee Jeff's up to. So, like, I feel like our weekly uh, person we talk about, big game boomer, He posted a picture right now. Found a picture of me and my family at the 2004 Peach Bowl. Clemson dominated Tennessee. Man, things have changed. And his whole family's in Clemson gear. What fan? What what team are you a fan of? You like? Are you an Oklahoma fan? A Clemson fan? A Michigan fan? An Ohio University fan? What team do you like?
0: (laughs) Out the big game boomer. And I said, "I'm really just curious. This was eleven thirteen on Monday night after freaking the during after the Washington game or during the Washington game. I said, "I'm really curious, why do you actually hate Ohio State so much i I like you. I had enjoyed having you on the podcast. Just want to understand why you hate them so much." His response, I don't really hate Ohio State. I just picked Michigan to win it all because this year. It all this year, and the Buckeyes haven't been happy about it.
1: Oh man, never change, big game boomer. Just great guy. Just, just, just. I just don't get. We just don't get you though. Sometimes Since he's an enigma. Just we love you, but we also love to hate you, my guy. Um, but that's all I got. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of podcast. Um, and as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.